Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm here joined by Jordan Lang. Welcome back, Jordan. How is it going? Dude, it's going great. Thanks for having me on. Hey, um, uh, it's Game of Thrones week, our month, uh, month and a half. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> as a notable Game of Thrones fan, we had to have you on. You knew you'd be on. Nice. Yep. <laughs> I planned it out. You know, it. I didn't. I didn't uh, preface this for you, but do you got two truths and a lie? Shit. Um. If, if you I, don't, if you give it's me a okay. second. I can think of some. I'm. Th- I'm thinking about scrapping this segment, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. Um, let's, let's see what you got. Let's see if I can guess it. I didn't ask Vince last week because uh, I pretty much know everything about that. So. <laughs> okay. Um. Do, 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 on the spot, do, though. Do, on the spot. Do, okay. Do, 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 um. Do, 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 do. I, <clears throat> I've been thrown by an elephant i have um a cat scan of my brain on mushrooms i have fallen out of a moving vehicle okay these are all really good um i'm gonna guess that you have fallen out of a moving vehicle because that's the most easy one maybe that's the lie um you haven't been thrown by an elephant it's a moving vehicle it's a moving vehicle? You son of a bitch. <laughs> so wait, wait. Tell me this elephant story. <laughs> um, when I went to Thailand, um, there was uh, like an elephant tour we took uh-huh. at an elephant sanctuary. And yeah. part of it was we got to bathe an elephant. And uh, the elephant, like part of it, the trainer just like told them to like uh, pick me up and like he just like threw me. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> those things are fucking strong. It was a baby elephant. Really? There's so many muscles in that in that trunk. He threw you by the trunk. Yeah, they they pick you up by the trunk effortlessly. That's got to be some kind of a sexual awakening. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well how you been, dude? Dude, I've been good. It's been a minute since I've seen you. Yeah, the last time I was well, uh, last time I was on was uh, what back in fall sometime. Yeah, yeah. Last time you brought. Uh, we'll, we'll get to mm-hmm. but uh last time i saw you was during the film competition uh not competition but film viewing for the oscar nominated shorts films i believe right mm, possibly when we went to the cuban restaurant where i got the oh, worst caesar yeah. salad of my life oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we saw the shorts yes yeah. oh wow i'm glad uh, i'm actually a little disappointed i didn't come on after that and talk about those shorts because that that was a good good time. Yeah, they're making that skin one into a, a feature film, I believe. Yeah, I think it comes and out. And it won. Uh, yeah, it did. Uh, I thought it was, you know, deserving of a win. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, you I know, think I it comes I, out the the film comes out like this year even. Oh really? Yeah, that soon. Well, you know, I probably won't see it because I already know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, uh, so Jordan. <clears throat> Every time you're on, in the last two times you've been on, I should say, you, you're you one of the rare guests that actually brings the drink. <laughs> Proud to bring it. Um, uh, what did you bring for us this time? Uh, again, it is a kombucha wine. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. We're not splitting a six-pack here. We're splitting a couple bottles of wine, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, just about... Uh, 
each one of these bottles is a liter. Mm-hmm. Three of them would. So we're splitting two different beers or or two different drinks each over the course of probably Game of Thrones and Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I feel like because it's a wine, it's suiting for Game of Thrones. Yes, that's true. This is the kind of shit they would drink in those times. Yeah, I yeah. would think. I don't know. What, what what is the process of kombucha? Um, it's really easy to make. Like the first step. Yeah. Uh, you just get some tea, put some sugar in it, drop a what it's called a scoby, just drop that scoby, in there. Scoby, scoby. Yep. <laughs> it's just uh, this fleshy looking frisbee of bacteria, like trillions of bacteria, and yeah. it's just you know formed together by yeast and drop that guy in there. Beer number one. All right, well, let's get into it. All right, well, uh, before we get into what we're probably going to talk about for most of the podcast, so I'm sorry if you're tuned in for sports or politics, but we're just going to do a quick <laughs> quick drops of each of them. Um, uh, sports. NFL draft just happened. I just want to quickly give my thoughts on the Lions draft. Let's hear it. I don't remember a draft in recent memory where I've been as disappointed as I am at this one. And uh, maybe that's a good thing because every draft – before this hasn't worked out and uh, this one i'm very disappointed in we drafted a tight end at number eight overall tj hawkinson or as i call him hawk and stuff um uh, but i don't know we drafted three tight ends in the top in the first round two in the top 10 in within the last 11 years and it hasn't worked out and i don't know i don't understand how this is going to work out especially when they had uh, ed oliver on the board a defensive tackle that could have like that people compare it to Aaron Donald, which we passed up last time to draft fucking Eric Ebron, the last tight end we drafted, uh, or even Odell, you know. But um, second round, we drafted this guy out of Hawaii that looks like he was straight up from Moana. Um, <laughs> Tavai something, Tavai, I don't know. I don't know his name. I don't care about him because he's slow and he's big, but – Second round, with a, he was a fourth round valued player. We could have got him later. It's a, it's all around a terrible draft uh, on paper. We'll see if it pans out because of you know Matt Patricia's mastermind. But, <laughs> but uh, you know it's the Lions, so I have very strong doubts. Kyler Murray went number one overall. We'll see what he does. Um, we're gonna see firsthand because we play the Arizona Cardinals the first week of the season. Of course we do. And uh, Kyler Murray will probably light us on fire because we don't have tape on him. And Matt Patricia's defenses tend to suck the first four weeks before they can learn how to manipulate offenses. Um, uh, NBA, Golden State, mm-hmm. two-game lead on uh, Houston. Uh, Golden State's going all the way. I don't care what anyone says. They're going to win everything. Uh, they always, always do. You know, It's tradition <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I mean, at least the Rockets are a good matchup. Yeah, you know, people would would have thought that the Rockets would have won one of these two games, but, uh, you know, they didn't because the Rockets are overrated. And James Harden is not as good as everyone thinks he is. Uh, Well, no. All right. That's me being a Golden State fan, but James Harden is great, but the Warriors are – you can't beat them. They had had, uh, one of their all-star centers, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, go out with an injury, and they're still unbeatable. It doesn't. It doesn't. They could lose one of their other star players. They could lose KD, and they would still be unbeatable. Um, then we got uh, Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers against the uh, Denver Nuggets. Don't know much about the Nuggets, to be honest. Uh, Lillard hit that really fantastic shot, but you know it doesn't matter. They will both be trampled by a Golden State. 
regardless of who wins. The East is more interesting. Got Toronto against Philly. Mm-hmm. Toronto probably will win, but Philly's got the star power, but Toronto's got the best player in Kawhi Leonard. So we'll see. Don't really care. The only series I do care about really is uh, the Celtics against the Bucks. Against the Bucks, because yeah. I really want the Celtics to win. I don't know why. I just really want the Celtics to win. Green the- versus green. <laughs> I like the Celtics logo. Yeah. It's un- <laughs> unchanged for like how many decades? Yeah, what an outdated logo. Just a guy with like a fucking cane, right? <laughs> like a fucking. It, you know, it might be borderline racist. I haven't really dove, dove into it. Uh, that, it's hard to offend the Irish. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you offend white people, right? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Um, but uh, that series is tied one to one. Milwaukee trounced over Detroit, and I went to one of those games, and it was very disheartening. Uh, the Greek freak is legitimately a freak and probably the best player in the league. If you take away LeBron, who's not even in the playoffs for the first time, which is kind of remarkable. The first time since... Feels weird. Like, I don't remember the last time this guy was in the playoffs. It was probably when the Pistons won the last time. Um, it His rookie year? Like, when did he come to the league? 2002? So it would have been... I think 04. Yeah, that would have been the year the Pistons won. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, that's, I don't know, the NBA playoffs, it's it's a little lackluster for me this year. NHL playoffs, we're not going to get into them because I don't know much about them. And now it's time to move on to um, Avengers Endgame because oh, okay. uh, we got to save the entire entertainment segment for Game of Thrones. Sounds good. Um, uh, Avengers Endgame, if you guys haven't seen it, Please don't listen to this podcast. Just seriously don't. I'm going to spoil. We spoil everything here. Absolutely turn this shit off. This is something that, like, you want to go into blind. Yeah. I mean, you want to see Infinity War. You want to get the buildup. But, like, they did such a good job with making sure, like, the audience going into it had no idea what this movie was going to be about. Yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I had my guesses, but I did not know at all how good it would be. And it was... It, it, it uh passed my expectations yeah yeah anyway so now we're getting into it all right jordan and end game what do you think oh it's a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> uh um i know you're not serious i hope you're not serious <laughs> do you think do you, you're not serious right i'm not serious <laughs> so overall what would you give this movie out of 10 um i mean i mean i feel like the out of 10 isn't enough yeah, it's yeah. it's like literally, I, like scale one to Breaking Bad. It's Breaking Bad. It's past Breaking Bad. It broke Breaking Bad. Yeah, this is the biggest movie. I mean, such a great conclusion. Yeah, it's like, and I and I, and I didn't have high hopes for it because I thought they were just going to straight up undo everything. Yeah, which they kind of did, but not really. They did it in a a rewarding and satisfying way. Yeah, yeah. Like they didn't just go back and like take everything away they just brought everything forward <laughs> i don't know it's weird they were i don't know they did they had a lot of uh, a lot of surprises a lot of twists a lot of things you weren't mm. expecting and they were still able like they kill thanos in the first 10 15 minutes of the movie yeah and you're like okay so it's all just going to be catch up but then they still tie in thanos on uh, an epic battle like a Right. Glorious, epic battle. Right. Against Thanos. I know. And that's so fucking brilliant. It was so fucking smart. Now, you're more caught up 
in the comic book world than I am. That's, I don't know, I'm not sure that you read them, but I'm sure you um, know more of the mythos than I do. Uh, fairly. I mean, I just read whatever I, I get recommended. I'll go to like the comic book store, pick up a graphic novel, and yeah. just you know read it. It's mostly Batman. I like Batman. Right. I'm halfway through one comic I've read, and it is about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so like, do you have any in 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 text on um, like was this like is this a comic book? thing that this happened in comics or is this something straight up that disney and marvel created uh you're talking about like Like how how it concluded um i know the um if the infinity war uh comic series was uh fairly similar to like the infinity war movie Okay. Like the snap is a very iconic moment in the Marvel comics. Yeah. Um, but the way how like Thanos's character is like portrayed is radically different. His motivation is is so much better in the movies. Yeah. Um, his motivation is pretty much to get laid in the comics. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he wants to impress like the goddess of death, uh, and she, he would be impressed if he just wiped out half of the universe. In so the guy of death is the real bad guy, and Thanos <laughs> is just a thirsty bitch. That is that is very accurate. <laughs> you would not be wrong to say that. Uh, in the MCU, he actually is a really well fleshed out villain. He's a great like he's got dimension, he's got depth, he's got reason. Mm. You can like really understand his perspective. Like if you just focus on Thanos, he could be the hero of that story. Yeah, yeah, because like it, it makes sense what he's trying to do. He's trying to save the world from overpopulation. The universe. Yeah, the universe from like you know like too many too many uh, beings equals not enough resources, and that yeah, theoretically like, makes sense. Yeah, it's a finite universe with finite resources. I think right, he says. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then he accomplishes the goal at the end of Infinity War. Yeah, that, oh my god, that is such a like, I I mean like. Going into Infinity Wars blind and seeing that was I yeah I had no idea shocking. about that. I I knew there was like a snap thing. I vaguely knew about it. I never read the comic, but seeing it happen, I was just like, holy shit! And the way it happens too, like they just fade to ash. Like yeah. it's so yeah, it's so abruptly, and he's like Thor's like, what did you do? What did you do? Yeah, and then I am inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> and then Endgame talk the fucking tops Infinity War. Like, how do yeah. you do that? Like, Infinity War, like, greatest MCU movie prior to Endgame, mm-hmm. and then they it's twice as good. Yeah, I didn't, I I'm not even ashamed to say this, but I think Endgame might have been the greatest movie of all time. Might be the it's definitely the goat of superhero movies. Yeah, I mean, I know that. You can argue that it's too far fetched and too superhero y to be the greatest movie ever, but I mean it's it's one point two billion in the opening weekend, record setting. It's it's in that the is discussion. One point two billion dollars in its opening weekend across worldwide. Weekend. You know what the second placeholder was? Infinity Wars, right? Infinity War with six hundred fifty million. It almost yeah. fucking doubled the record holder. <laughs> they uh there was like uh uh, mathematicians saying like it's impossible for it to break a billion yeah uh, just because there's not enough movie theaters in the country and like the show times like if they all sold out 
at best it would do like 700 million yeah but then the movie theaters decided to be open 24 hours straight for, it, yeah. for the weekend they would stay open 24 hours they canceled show times i mean like one movie theater in their right mind wouldn't cancel a show time for i don't know what's playing right now us from like yeah. a month ago the two people that right. are going to go see Captain that in marvel yeah they're going to cancel that showing for yeah. a sold out show like right. i i bought my ticket like a week before and Every showtime I was looking at sold out, sold mm-hmm. out. I, I sat in some shitty seat on the far right. I, I saw the screen just barely, <laughs> but I enjoyed the fuck out of that. And it was like, I just went by myself and mm-hmm. finding uh, one ticket wasn't bad, but I, I can't imagine that going with a group with the, trying to buy it just like a week in advance. Yeah. I mean, I went with Vince and his friends, and, you know, it was great that Vince got me a ticket to go there, but, you know, yeah. the movie was a little too funny to sit next to Vince in oh. the theater. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, anyone listening to this should understand. Yeah, Vince, Vince if you're listening, I'm sorry, I love you, but you laugh way too loud at anything, anything comical at the theater. Vince is listening to this right now, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But... Uh, it was, it was like this. Was like if, if Infinity Wars was like an action pack, like all you get to see all your characters you love, like mm-hmm. go do, like p- pretty much like, you know, like like uh, my example I use is like when they show the Guardians of the Galaxy, they you know they use that music they do in their movies. Like it's mm-hmm. basically like every movie like coming to one. Yeah, like, they do it kind of perfectly. And then this one is like a dread filled character study, basically about Iron Man and um captain america like, yeah you know, you know captain america is my least favorite avenger of all time because he's so dry he's got to stick up his butt yeah but, up, I mean, up his nice butt yeah his <laughs> american ass yeah but then when they show because the original avengers are of course iron man captain america and thor like they were the first three i believe i guess you can count the hulk but like bruce or um uh, what the fuck's the actor's name Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo wasn't didn't doesn't have his own standalone uh, no. Hulk film. I mean, technically like, the they, they character kinda, did. Yeah, they they failed with um, uh, fucking Ed Norton. Ed Norton and whoever Eric Bana before that. You know, technically they're in the same universe, but they just hey, didn't Ing work. Lee's the Hulk. Go back and watch that and realize that that's <laughs> from two thousand two. It'll blow your fucking mind. It's actually a pretty good movie. Got it. Gets a lot of hate to this day. Yeah, it's I honestly I. Wait, is that the one with Eric Bana? Yeah, that's the one with Eric Bana. And I remember seeing that in theaters and remember not really understanding what was This was, was like there. the testing uh, era for like mm-hmm. comic book movies. And I mean, you get like a why talent like the, Ang Lee. Why'd they pick the Hulk to test with? Ang Lee's an interesting guy. Mm-hmm. And the CGI in that movie blows your fucking mind. That That is like close yeah. to 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. Like I don't understand. Like I don't understand how the Hulk was the first Avengers. Like, wait, all right. So Spider Man technically is the first Avenger they did these movies with, right? Yeah, I mean, but that was Sony. Um, I mean, with it being right, under, but those like, are straight, straight, straight up. Uh, no, just straight up Marvel characters. The oh, first, the X-Men. first X Men came before Spider Man. Oh yeah, came okay. out ninety nine. Okay, got you. Yeah. So that was the first Marvel, and then you know the the original X Men weren't terrible. They weren't great, but they weren't terrible. Uh, the first one pretty good. Uh, second one is great. Yeah, and so, the third one, you know, whatever. But yeah, <laughs> that one was a shit show. All right. But like, why didn't like 
I mean, I guess I guess it's hindsight is twenty twenty, but like Iron, I guess Iron when they made Iron Man, I think everyone, at least what I've read, is that they Iron Man was not a very popular character in the comic no, books. No, Iron Man was completely perceived as like who? Like yeah. no one knew Tony Stark. No one knew like what type of character he was. Mm. No one understood the character. Like the Iron Man design, like the if you like look back at like the original comics, it actually like original comics to like fifty years past, it, it was a really cheesy looking suit. It was like kind of like muscle forming almost, even yeah. though and he actually looked like he was in this archaic looking robotic suit and Right. It didn't look good. But the movie changed that. Changed everyone's you, perception. You know, it wasn't even the movie. It was literally the casting mm-hmm. of fucking uh uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Yeah. Like, he he is Iron Man. Like, he he killed that role. They did a lot of... They put a lot of effort to make sure they got Robert Downey Jr. in it. Like, Could you imagine everyone anyone else? had a pay cut. Everyone had to take a pay cut for him to be in there. Who else? Who I can't even think of another actor that would be good in that. Like, who? No. Seth Rogen? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah. And then, like, I mean... Um, I think this is after watching Endgame. It's the first time I actually appreciated Chris Evans as uh, Captain, Captain America because yeah. he's, he's so boring. Yeah, and, you oh, know, I mean, Captain America kind of, is boring. Yeah, I mean, he was a great casting choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I didn't buy that was, originally. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, but Captain America, the original Captain America, up. was extremely boring. He's just a tight ass. Yeah, like which they make clear in the movies. <laughs> And like, or in this last movie, like it's it's a beautiful metaphor. Yeah, <laughs> and then fucking Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Thor's always been my favorite. Like the first Thor, mm-hmm. I really liked. That was my favorite of the original uh, Marvel movies. Yeah, when he he's like so he's so good at comic relief. Like Thor oh, yeah. is so I know hilarious. This is skipping um, towards like kind of the talking end of Endgame, mm-hmm. but. When he's taken off with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And you now know that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to be pretty much as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Oh, the, Asgard. As, <laughs> yeah. As Guardians of the Galaxy actually was a comic series. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. And his comedic timing is going to be completely unleashed. <laughs> I really hope. Uh, Thor keeps his dad bod or his gut and all that. <laughs> the prosthetics they had on that. Well, it was so unexpected. They didn't show a single image of Thor in there. Yeah. And it was just, I don't know. It, just Thor just is uh, fucking fat and drinking himself to death because yeah. he is really upset that he didn't aim for the head. Yeah. And like he feels responsible for it. So he's just letting his life go to uh, ruin with people from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. You know, playing video games all the time. Mm-hmm. It was... You know, I don't know. This movie was just like, it, like it, like it, what it was. It's twenty two years or twenty two movies, um, all come coming into this. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like watching a TV show and watching a finale of a TV like a TV series. It's, it's like Game of Thrones, and like that's what. Well, we'll get to Game of Thrones later, but yeah. it's the everything culminating in this weekend <laughs> was was a lot to handle. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like. Endgame, 10-year build-up, and then Game of Thrones, essentially like a 10-year build-up for that one particular episode, too. Yeah. Happening within, like, uh, like you know, 48 hours of each other. And then if you expand it, like, and you stretch it a little bit, Rise of Skywalker, you know? Like, 
every like this the trailer, the trailer for that yeah like it's all th- this is the year for like nerd culture <laughs> like it's everything's gonna have to reset itself after this the nerds are taking over <laughs> everyone will be a nerd i hope so because it's fun and i'm really sad for anyone that isn't involved in this train because it's 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 been worth like like the way that they've ended uh the um end game and whatnot it was all worth it like all 22 movies yeah seeing i mean i there's a few i haven't seen agree are there any you haven't seen uh yeah yeah i never saw um, shit you know what i think about i did see a lot there's Um, two i haven't seen i did not get through guardians of the galaxy 2 uh, loser. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. There's a lot. An old Black Panther I never saw. What? Then yeah, I saw Black Panther. I mean, that's one of the least important okay, ones. Me off. Yeah, we we're uh, we're not drinking. We're not opening beers here, guys. We're just pouring out of uh the what do you call these? Kombucha. These bottles. Oh, it's a swing top glass bottle. Swing top glass bottles. Um, Black Panther was not important for this movie, but. You know, he came back at the end. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, let's talk about Ant Man. Oh, I did not see the two Ant Men. I didn't. You didn't see, see any of the. Oh, cause you must have been confused as fuck then. I knew about the van. I knew about the van because that was like the post credit scene. I think was it of uh, when he gets sucked into the van into the the quantum dimension. It wasn't that Ant Man and, and, and the Wasp. Ant-Man, yeah, Ant Man and the Wasp. So you saw the post credit scene, but not Ant Man and the Wasp. Well, yeah, I heard you talk about how it's an important <laughs> scene so i youtube that shit okay got you yeah. got you all right so i knew about that and that's about it <laughs> but i am completely surprised i was i was taken off guard how big of a role ant-man played in this movie yeah i loved it honestly because it's, it's unexpected and i love paul rudd yeah i mean paul rudd's him, a perfect ant-man yeah for him to shrink down climb up thanos's ass and then expand to kill him was brilliant <laughs> you know honestly that's one of the flaws it would have been that easy <laughs> like honestly you can kill anyone just shrinking down and expanding well apparently you can kill him by just aiming for the head too yeah <laughs> apparently it's not that easy there's flaws in the universe guys but you have to live in the mythos <laughs> um, uh... there's a lot of moments in the movie where like it's you could just call it a plot hole or something that doesn't make mm-hmm. sense but you suspend your disbelief because that movie fucking earned every one of those moments that yeah. it did like like it was Tony straight up Stark, fan service a lot of it was and it was good fan service and it was like like you like when when they go back in time like and they go back to the different points in time mm-hmm. like you're seeing all the old movies <laughs> like, like they did the back to the future too thing and yeah. they did it so smart because they just kind of were self-aware mm-hmm. and they like reference that's what they're doing mm-hmm. and then they just kind of moved on and it's, it's like all right we know we're doing this just enjoy it this is gonna be good and it was fucking good <laughs> so hero of the movie fucking nebula yeah like yeah, yeah I, I love I, her i barely remembered her name after the infinity war now I well you didn't see any of the guardians well I, I said oh I you saw the first one I, I saw the first you, one well the second one's in crucial kind of to see to watch Nebula and Gamora's relationship evolve yeah I didn't you know I, well I, I should I was speaking out of the corner of my mouth because 
I didn't see Winter Soldier or Civil War. Those are oh. the two I missed. Civil War is good. Uh, Winter Soldier is good too. But I heard Winter Soldier is the best one. I I hear like I hear that, but I don't agree. I mean, I just I was told that before Infinity Wars and Endgame came out. I think I watched Winter Soldier like right when it came out on DVD. I just like torrented a copy and just kind of watched it in the background. I wasn't yeah. too involved with it because I mean, there's a lot of Hydra stuff and stuff. You know, I just wasn't like following that. Yeah, much, the only but... thing that I would have so missed was the Hail Hydra thing. Yeah. When uh. Oh, that was a great scene too. Yeah, it's fan service, man. Yeah. It's like everyone that's watched every movie, like they're just they 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 killed it. The fucking writers and directors. The time travel fucking thing. It. No one was really expecting it to be like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like time travel sure would be involved because I thought they were going to get the stones get back and like, like 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 they did in the beginning of the movie, like where they were trying to do mm-hmm. get the stones back and snap everyone back, snap back to reality. Oh, there goes <sighs> grab. Uh, you know, like I thought that was going to happen, but then like that, and then and then the thing is that's kind of what they think too. Mm-hmm. And they go and kill Thanos, but the stones are gone. Yeah. And fucking Ant Man, ah, disappears out of nowhere. That rat, that rat changed the the course of the entire universe. What rat? You're talking about rat, rocket? The, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the rat that was in the um, um, the storage unit that like walked across the control panel, hit a random series of oh, buttons. Oh yeah, to yeah. get Ant Man back. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, there's been fan theories on that rat. <laughs> God, what is it? Splinter from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? They're going to do a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle tie-in. Dude, yeah, what a way to end. Like, I don't even... Like, I, I, I think uh, technically phase... I think three of... Uh, I, think I think it's phase four. Uh, whatever phase it is, like, I think technically they said it ends with... Spider-Man. Spider-Man Homecoming. Or, I heard that too. Not Homecoming, uh, uh, Far From Home. Yeah, Far From Home. Um, which I don't really know how that is, but how, why, or how that is, how, how is this not the end? Watch the movie. And that's all I got to say. Because we're, 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 they, we're they hide stuff. What is next? I don't, how can they, how can they top this? I don't think they can. Oh no. No movie for at least five years is going to even come close right. uh, within the MCU. But like, how can they when build? They, when they do, when they get things all back up and running, we got a new Captain America. Where there's gonna be a new Iron Man. You know the uh, the post credit scene with the hammer and anvil. Yeah. Uh, like that. It was just an audio no, clip. Yeah, just audio. I mean, I, it, I, I didn't stay for it, but I read about it. Yeah. I I mean, I fucking had a piss after that movie, so I just oh, yeah. like booked it out. I was one of the no pees during the movies. <laughs> I did not pee during the movies. There we go. <laughs> I, I held on to it, even though I had to pee the whole time. But I didn't care because the movie was that good. Yeah. But anyways, that uh, audio uh, is a hammer and an anvil. It's kind of reminiscent to Tony Stark forging his original suit. Right. And then uh, there's also a possibility it's like the giant dwarf that um, Peter Dinklage plays. It could also be something mm-hmm. like that. But I like the theory that it's that kid uh, from Iron Man 3 <clears throat> who was at the, the funeral. He was that kid that no one recognized because he was like a teenager. Okay. So you know who I'm talking about? No. Um. After and during Tony Stark's funeral, it's like going through every single like Marvel character, and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. camera fading to them. Uh, there's this like teenage kid that no one recognized. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a kid from Iron Man three. If you saw Iron Man three, there was a kid that Tony oh, okay. Stark bonded with, and he was like, "Is that gonna be the next Iron Man?" I believe so. 
I think he's going to be the next Iron Man, and that's him forging his own suit. So, I mean, it would make sense for moving on to stage five. I wonder how they're going to, like, because like, they can't just repeat the same stories. They're going to have to. No, like, there's gonna I, be, I like, mean, like, like I mean, set them up, though. You, I mean, there's got to be some other comic book villains that are, I don't, it, it's it's hard for me to imagine a villain, villain as dark as Thanos, as understandable as Thanos, you know? Yeah. Like, this is, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't even, so what I hope for the future is that they um, introduce the X-Men. <laughs> and like that, that would be something because like disney bought right uh fox's x-men rights right oh yeah so yeah. if they if they can introduce the x-men in that storyline x-men's always been my favorite because um it makes sense like what, like magneto characters. stands for like the bad guys and that makes sense well magneto's good when, when like, bad guys make sense and they're not just hellbent on destroying the world for no reason yeah like yeah, a hundred percent. Thanos isn't even about st- destroying worlds. He's about making sure that they can prosper for it's about a long balance. time. Yeah, and that I get that. Yeah, you know when you can relate to a villain, that makes the villain better for me. Yeah, that's why uh, Magneto, uh, time after time, is considered to be the best comic yeah. book villain, is because he I actually think... has an argument. He has something right. that you can understand, but you can still. Um, conclude that what he's doing is not the proper way to do it, but you can tell his, you can understand right. his motivation. And when you understand his motivation, you have like a conflict mm. uh, of like, is he right? And then when when you're asking yourself that question, that's just a good character. Yeah, that that and that's what made um, these movies, this whole culmination of movies, so good. It, along with like like so many other parts, like you know. Thinking oh. about thinking about Thor being in Guardians of the Galaxy in the next Guardians of the Galaxy is gonna be so great. That brings watching me Chris Pratt so and Chris Hemsworth. Happiness. You know, I'm what, so, what, James Gunn's on it uh, is on to direct again. Yeah, yeah, that's great. You know what's funny about the timing of that? <laughs> what? Um, the week that the like the Disney uh, execs got the screening for Endgame. Yeah, was the same week that um, they signed James Gunn back on. Because okay. if anyone isn't familiar, James Gunn got very abruptly fired due to a series of tweets he made um, like a decade prior. Yeah, and it was just like Disney's like, oh, we don't want to be associated with this guy who's making dead baby jokes. So they fire him and right. they cut him all ties. And every it was a big outcry because it was bullshit. And it kind of was like that for like what a year and a half now. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they're just like, okay. But then all the actors united. Yeah, the actors united, and there was still no movement. And then there's a screening of Endgame, <laughs> and then the, the, like pretty much within like a few days, James Gunn is back on. Beer number two, entertainment. We're back on entertainment, and the uh, um, some things we didn't talk about in Endgame is the deaths in Endgame. So if you're still listening. Um, if you skip forward to this, I mean, I don't know if you really do that, but um, keep skipping forward. Actually, you know what? Don't listen to this <laughs> unless you want to talk about Game of Thrones or Avengers, because this is the the context of this podcast. Um, so, Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she died. And she has a standalone movie coming out. Yeah, it's got to be a prequel. Yep, it has I, to be. She was... Uh soul stone sacrifice and they made clear that there's no coming back from that yep so gamora is not coming back except for 
past Gamora is coming back. So, um, one thing I wasn't sure was clear. Uh, she was, was she on the ship with, uh, everyone? With, with the Guardians of the Galaxy at the end? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. She was not there. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with her character. I don't, I don't really know. Who knows? I mean, uh, they're planning another, uh, fucking <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy movie, right? Of course. Oh, wait, wait, yeah. Um, is that what we left off before we switched? Like, no, whatever. Um, anyway, no, we gotta talk about the deaths before we yeah. get into uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, Black Widow's death. Uh, I loved it. Um, in all elements. Uh, the way how that scene played out, Hawkeye and her fighting to be the one to sacrifice themselves. It should have been Hawkeye, but I understand. Like, they opened Endgame with Hawkeye. Like, they opened it, like, it was a cold open, mm -hmm. like, with Hawkeye with his children and yeah, his, his wife. Yeah, his whole family, and then you see what was going on and with And they him. all are the ones that disappear. Yeah. And, like, his whole family disappears, gives him motivation, and explains away uh, why he wasn't in the events of Infinity War. He had the ankle bracelet on. and Yeah. Then, you know, it, very brilliant. G brilliant writing. It, it, yeah, way to pull good way to pull him back into the story. Yeah, and him and Black Widow, like having that having a history, having them be the ones to like you know kind of talk it out yeah. or well duke it out for who's going to be the sacrifice, and the way how they did that whole scene it was just really well done, and also I don't care for Scarlett Johansson so. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. To be honest, so you know, good riddance. But, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but you know, still, like she's been in it from the beginning, mm -hmm. through the first Avengers. Yeah, and uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know. This movie just was so perfect. Uh, and then, oh, so let's get to the the big deaths. I know that was like the sm small death. Yeah. Um, but Tony Stark dying at the end using the Infinity Stones that he stole off Thanos's wrist mm -hmm. at the very end after. Benedict Cumberbatch, um, Doctor Strange, hold up the one finger saying there's only one way this ends, and it has to be this way. Like, he knew, Tony Stark knew that this is the way that he has to do it. You use the, you grab all the Infinity Stones, like, that's why they had Hulk do it in the, uh, to bring everyone back mm. with a snap. You see, and, like, that's a great way to demonstrate how much it takes out of you. Yeah. That... Because like, he's good at gamma rays. Yeah. He, this is something he was built for. Mm -hmm. And he pretty much has his arm shrivel up. And, like, his body looks like it's starting to decay on the, like, one side. Right. And, and they end it. They show him in a cast, you know. Yeah. So you know what the stakes are when um, Tony Stark has them all and he does the snap himself. And the way he does that snap... It was so beautifully done. And my only my only regret for the movie is when he says "I am Iron Man" and then, then immediately "Iron Man" by Black Sabbath doesn't start. Playing. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious. A little cheesy, but yeah, the, maybe in director's cut we'll see that. You know, that would have been uh, it would have been cheesy, but you know, some parts of uh, the MCU and this franchise that they've been building is a little bit cheesy. So I think that would have been really great. Like. <laughs> I am Iron Man. <laughs> oh, but it was such a great moment without down, it. Down, 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 down. Yeah. 
I mean, they played in the first movie too, so. <laughs> See, well, it works. That's how you make a circle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, his whole character arc, like start to finish, like was just wrapped up so beautifully right there in that one moment, and uh, it was. And like, it was like the beginning of the movie, like where he's like at the brink of death. You know, like yeah. he just like couldn't say anything. He's just looking blankly, like about to die, and then like. You know his uh, pepper, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just saying, it's okay. It's okay if you go. You know, like because it's it's okay. Like you saved so many people, Mister Iron Man, Mister Tony Stark, and he, he got. You know, and it was fitting. He got to meet his father in the past. He got to have a daughter. <sighs> he got to have a daughter, and he didn't have to lose her. Like, a, like, I don't know. This was such a good movie. Like such a perfect like and 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 watching it standalone if you haven't seen the other ones it it's not going to make sense i mean but seeing all at least infinity war for the last like what decade and a half like i don't know like I, i i've never there has never been something like this and this is the culmination of everything and they did it flawlessly like, yeah. I, I wouldn't say flawlessly, but they did it really, really better than expected. Yeah, they fucking knocked it out of the park. Uh, they wrapped up Iron Man, and then they also wrapped up Captain America. Yeah, and it, uh, and it made Chris sense. Evans, Captain America. You know, least. the thing is, every, all this shit that happened made sense. Yeah, Captain like, America got perfect closure. I mean... He had to go he, back and take all the stones back and then just... He goes to, back in time. He gets to have his last dance with what's her name, Peggy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what her name is. I'm just gonna say Peggy. But the only only like, female old... or female uh, love character in, in in his story. Yeah. Well, other than her like daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you didn't see? I didn't um, see Civil War oh, yeah. or, or I, I think uh, it was, Winter Soldier. <laughs> I think it was in Winter Soldier, but he like hooks up with like Peggy's daughter. No, well, hey. Or, like, her niece or something. Uh, redneck trifactor, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Alternate uh, timelines. Come on, man. Cut him some slack. All right. Well, Avengers Endgame. Amazing movie. Go see it if you haven't. If you're still listening, um, I, I still go see it, even. But uh, Oh, wait, wait. Can we, um before we jump into Game of Thrones, which I know yes. we're right about to do, um, what was your favorite moment from Endgame? Favorite there's moment. Lot, there's a lot to choose from. Um, so the first moment I cried at mm-hmm. was when Scarlet Witch was fighting Thanos mm-hmm. because she said, you ruined everything. Yeah. And I just felt it right there because of uh, Vision, like him killing Vision, taking the stone out of his head, you know. Yeah. That, 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 was, that, was, that was my most, um, uh, like, emotional moment. Like, that's when I cried cried the hardest and i mean i didn't cry oh well i did cry but i didn't like i I wasn't sobbing at any point of this but uh when everyone came back right whenever right written like (laughs) everyone came back and like the fucking whatever the people that are with dr strange or like the, the, the portals that they all summoned yeah and ever and there's just everyone there again it's just like your hair stands up on your on your because like, you, you, you go through the whole movie without with just the main Avengers, like the first Avengers. And then everyone comes back all at once. Mm. And then you're, 
You want to throw your fucking fists in the air because you're just like seeing everyone there, this huge epic size battle because nothing has ever been shown on screen of this magnitude. Yeah. I mean, in Civil War, they have like a fight at an airport where you see the, them just kind of, it looks like a kitty fight. It looks like a little yeah. really cat fight in comparison. And then Tony Stark talking to Spider-Man, like where he's like, yeah, and then I just like uh, went, must went to a dream or something, and mm-hmm. then I woke up, and then like the Doctor Strange guy was there, and we said, he said we had to go, you know, <laughs> like that was great too. Yeah, you know, Tom Holland is really good at being Spider Man, a young Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Like he's much better than Andrew Garfield, and just on par with being um, <laughs> fucking Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Like I mean, yeah. Tobey Maguire has a soft spot in my heart. For Spider-Man, because that's one. That's what got me into superhero movies was the first Spider-Man. Except he's like fucking thirty when he did <laughs> <laughs> that first one. Yeah, I know. Tom, I mean, Tom Holland's yeah, like what, he, what is he uh, like twenty-five? <laughs> uh, Tom Holland may not even be twenty-five. Alexa, he, he, he how old is Tom fit. Holland? Yeah, Tom Holland is twenty-two years old. Twenty-two. Oh, so he, June first, nineteen ninety-six. Two years of, off. Other customers have also asked. How old is Robert Downey Jr.? Would you like to know the answer? Sure. Yes. Robert Downey Jr. is 54 years old. Holy 54 shit. 54 years old. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Rob, you're looking good. Looking good, dog. <laughs> uh, Tom Holland's the future of the MCU. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, what is your favorite moment? A uh, lot to choose from. Um, the third act is definitely like non-stop favorite moments but if i had to choose one i mean there's good ones like when ant-man just enlarges and punches that giant sky worm of thanos's yeah. <laughs> army that was awesome uh the feminist scene was awesome too where all the girl power just like got together it was a little shoehorned in but it was you all like you took it you just like accepted it, it was like a really good moment um something we didn't talk about carol carol danvers Holy shit, we didn't talk about Captain Marvel at all. No. I mean, she kind of like was she absent was, most of the movie. She, she was basically there to save Tony Stark. Yeah, she just like randomly shows up in the beginning, saves Tony Stark, brings him back. And and then shows up at the end. And then, like, yeah. Uh, takes, the end game. Uh, you went to film school, so I'm sure you're familiar with the concept or the writing concept of deus ex machina. Yeah. Yeah, so like she literally was playing that part. When like all Thanos's turrets were uh, pointing upwards and start shooting through her towards her, and then she just flies through the ship and looks like she's gonna about to save the day. Yeah. And then it shows that she has limitations. Thanos is able to overpower her with a punch, and then she's kind of out of commission for at least. You a know, I don't know how minutes. Thanos honestly like one of my flaws is like how is Thanos able to overpower Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor at the same time when all he is is just a person. I they kind of illustrate that he's like uh, he's able to like but with no Infinity best the Hulk and without a stone or did he have the power stone in the beginning of Infinity War? I don't think so. Okay, I think he had the power stone to overtake uh, Captain. Uh, Captain but didn't Marvel, but wasn't uh, that put in the to the lock, uh, like place after, um, uh, fucking, Guardians of the Galaxy? Didn't they put that into the hiding? Uh, I can't remember how he got the power stone, but because remember, like he is supposed to be like very powerful on his own. He's supposed to be like another. He's just like an intelligent Hulk, which an intelligent Hulk is in this movie, right? Yeah. So, but you know, like it's a superhero movie. Anything is gonna happen. Like it's, you suspend it, you your disbelief. Yeah, you have to. You have to just let things happen. Oh, but favorite moment. 
I think it was when uh, Thanos is pushing his um, sword or whatever, his double-bladed weapon mm-hmm. into Thor's chest, and it looks like it's like coming really close, and he's trying to reach for uh, his his hammer and trying to get it to come towards him, like Luke Skywalker <laughs> with the what were those called? Eh, whatever. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like Captain America is the one who pulls it towards him. And it's just like such a epic moment because uh, it hints back at like in Age of Ultron when Thor was able to actually nudge uh, the hammer and Thor was like, ooh. When Captain America was able to nudge the hammer. Yeah, Captain America was yeah, able to yeah, nudge yeah. it. And Thor looked at him and he was like, whoa, he was able to actually <laughs> nudge it. And that proves Captain America was worthy. And then all of a sudden Captain America's just like using it. He's spinning it around, flying with it. And then him and Thor... He saves Thor, and then him and Thor are just like passing between the uh, Stormbringer, his his new weapon, the axe. Yeah, such a great fucking moment. You, you there's so many great moments. Like like when you first see Thor and he's fat, like that's hilarious. Great and moment. Awesome. God damn it. Okay, we gotta move on. <laughs> we gotta move on. We could talk about this for an hour and yeah. a half. We're about halfway through um uh, this, so like <laughs> this is us trying to close out on Endgame. Endgame. All right. Um. Love you, MCU. That was that was the perfect way to end it. And I don't even Quite I don't even, I don't even care if you ever make another movie again. Like that was that was a great ride. Uh but now we're on to the next ride. Game of oh Thrones, boy. baby. The Long Night, I think is the episode was called. Yeah. A lot of people call it the Battle of Winterfell, but I mm-hmm. think it is called the Long Night. Yeah. What do you how do you, right, so tell me your thoughts. So I have um a wide array of thoughts on this episode. I want to just start off by saying I did like it, but I do have my criticisms. Okay. Well, so, let, let's let's start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, direction direction wise, in the beginning, what I've never I've never even felt like as much anticipation. Yeah. Coming to a battle. Than I've ever felt in my life, even and I and I watch Impractical Jokers, like, <laughs> <laughs> like when shit's gonna about to come down, like, like like I was waiting for these uh dead the army of the dead to happen for so long, and it was just it was the perfect build up to it, especially when Melisandre lights all the Arax on fire. Yeah. And they all go fading into the distance, charging into the army, and slowly, quietly disappear. <laughs> like that was that was a great that was visual. amazing. That was a great way to set the stage for what the scope of the battle is going to be like. Mm. But, um, like I, I'm able to suspend my disbelief for okay. that because, uh, strategically, that is the dumbest fucking thing they could have done <laughs> is send out like the their their front linesmen, their cavalry into the pitch black <laughs> and just like pretty much just get slaughtered when they could have waited for them to come to them a little bit more. I mean, not, no, I think, I'm not, I, I I'm think not that was like great. Dwell on that, I think that, I, but, think, I think that was, that was smart. Uh, well, strategically, like you can like argue that it's not a smart move militarily, but for a visual element, Mm-hmm. It was brilliant. I fucking love that. I can look past any kind of like. Why do you? Why don't you think that was smart? Well, because they lost all their fucking. <laughs> well, 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 retroactively, you think that, but 
Um, like well, if, if they, they were planning to run like, them in the with, whole... before they had the the swords lit, and it's also pitch black, and like most of this was black, and it's mostly for like an aesthetic purpose. Uh, so like, it wasn't pitch black for the soldiers, though. We just didn't see it. Well, because their swords were on fire, it, it, you could see stuff. I mean, if you're walking you had, through you a thousand, pit, a thousand if, you're walking, if you're walking through a pitch black cave and you have just one flashlight, it's not like fully lit. You have very limited. Right, vision. but you don't have one flashlight. You have a thousand flashlights, and each one is going out. But well, when they die, it's still like a flashlight of a torch. It's it's not enough lighting, and they. I mean, I don't want to get too much into the military strategy thing because that's been played out by on like I've read so many things online already mm-hmm. on it, and I don't like focusing on that because you're there for like the overall story of how it's like told. And that's but, that's but why wait, I like. I'm 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 sorry to dwell on this, but I need to. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, uh, so like, wasn't the whole purpose of everyone to like hold them off as long enough until the Ice King got to Bran, so everyone didn't die before Bran uh, was killed by the Ice King. I don't know if that was the purpose, though. That, isn't that what they said? And the I mean, they before? knew they knew that the. Ice King was going to come for Bran? Didn't they say we're going to hold them off as long as we can? They, if they want... I swear that line was uttered. Well, I I mean, like, some of the uh, military strategists online, you know, those armchair (laughs) generals, (laughs) uh, they were, like, saying things like, you could just, like, why even put anyone outside Winterfell? Winterfell's known for its, like, fortress, um, being Mm. able to, like, 500 men can stop uh, 5,000. Yeah. And like you could have just had the barricades, light, wide light them on fire with like dingy look, little arrows. And you have two dragons that could have just been perched on top of like the wall and just like breathing fire endlessly to them. And they could have lit the, the barricade as well and they would have been able to like relight it. Well, dragons are their own thing. Yeah. But so, like, but, I, but, but like the, the need, technicalities of what could and what could have. But you needed, you needed, um, uh, you kind of needed yourself to fail in order for the the ice king to get there to Bran, right? Don't you like cuz if if you don't if they don't if they don't succeed, he's not going to expose himself well, that to killing like a, like a to killing the three-eyed raven. That would have been like a different strategy though. Right, but that's what they that's the strategy they they planned on in that uh room, didn't they? Like like they they said like Bran says I'm going to go to the weirwood, he's going to eventually be there. And like they're gonna hold them off as long as they can, and that's kind of exactly what they did. Yeah, but you don't like. Did they plan for their entire army to die? Did they plan for? It I to, think like, so. Come back to life. I think they planned for the entire army outside of the walls to die. Yeah, I. I mean, like it, armies gonna just, armies are gonna die if they're overwhelmed. Like that's it, just what's gonna happen. It doesn't make sense if they were just like, okay, well, all you guys were gonna die. I mean, if they said this, then mm-hmm. I would I would be for that. But I think the way how it played out, this is we're still talking about like just the opening with like the Dothraki just running out yeah, there blindly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, set the stage. Kill like, the people that aren't white, right? The, the, <laughs> the narrative was set pretty well. I mean, pretty much all the Dothraki are gone, and then like the Unsullied held pretty damn well. I like, like. The, the elements of the story, the, uh, the pacing of it, 
I mm. really like that. I, I like it. You you like Battle of the Bastards, right? Yeah. What a, that's a great episode, but it is non-stop battle. There's nothing to break it up. Yeah. This one they had like um a much better job with pacing. Yeah. So they there'd be like high Aria, intense moments. They had like a fucking there was like a fucking zombie movie <laughs> at one point. Yeah. Um which is a little abrupt. I mean, I feel like they could have done something else, but I appreciate the change of pace. There's one complaint I have. Yeah. Why wasn't Rick Grimes dropped in there by the helicopter <laughs> and like led missed them? opportunity? <laughs> like what? What? What if they would have done that and then like everyone? Would, like I always, I always think of like all right, these big shows. What would have happened if they were to just combine universes all of a sudden? I have a fan theory. Okay. I have a fan theory that Game of Thrones is in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another planet. And then, like, the Guardians were going to drop in. <laughs> Chris Pratt just shows up, like, hey, fuck off. Like, just middle of a fucking Battle of Winterfell. <laughs> they, they have, I mean, they have a Stark. They both have Starks. Yeah. So, I mean, there's Dude, this a This was the weekend of the Starks. Stark Tony Stark weekend. died. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the other Starks lived. <laughs> Surprisingly. Which is also another thing. Um, no one important died. Right, I mean, Sir Jorah died, uh, I, but if you look, people are minim- minimizing but... Theon's death, and Theon's been in the show since the very first episode. He he had his whole character arc finally wrapped up, yeah. and it was it was it was well done. I I, I really like the, the conclusion that they have for him, but <laughs> I wish they had a li- little bit like. I don't know, more care towards it. I don't know. There's just some weird element to it where I feel like it just seemed kind of cheesy with uh, Bran saying, Theon, you're a good man. Thank you. That was a good Bran impression. (laughs) I can roll my eyes back. (laughs) Because it was so boring. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, another thing. Fucking Bran, he just kind of goes AFK. What was he doing? The entire night. What was he doing? So a lot That's of com- the there's a lot of complaints about Bran warging out into some crows and just like doing nothing. People like wanted him to warg into a dragon and do something. I mean, you're the fucking three eyed raven guy. Like, we expect at least a little bit of something from you. Um, I at least justify it because I feel like when he warged into the crows, he identified where the uh, the night king was and drew him out. So that was a drawing him out, but it wasn't very clear. There's a lot of moments like that throughout the whole episode, though. There was, I, a, I feel like the their scope was too big what they wanted to do because they cut a lot of scenes out, uh, and like a lot of behind the stuffs, um, elements kind like really affected the overall quality of this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Like John, like there's a mo- there's a gap of what happens to him, and that wasn't intentional. That was something that they had to cut out. There was also a moment where Sansa was supposed to like kill one of the whites in the the crypts with that dagger, but yeah. instead they cut that whole scene, and now it's just like a weird scene when her and Turian are like kind of hiding from all the dead rising, uh, within the crypts, yeah. and then she like kind of like holds the, the dagger and like, you know, there was like build up for something and nothing happened from it, so it's like there's a missing elements. Yeah, but all right, so. Um, uh, Bran. Yes. Back to Bran. Him going AFK. 
I mean, I don't, I don't know. So, like, we know... So, this is what we know from um, leaked... Not not anything leaked that's going to spoil anything, but, like, George R. R. Martin and his books, that he's always said, we're going to end the same way if we're going to get there a different way. It's not over yet. Yeah. But they're going to end the same way. Hopefully. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of... And this might be way off balance, but... So so, do you think Bran's storyline is over? Like, Never thought like about that. It. That's it. Like, like you think you think him being being the Night King dead is it? I mean, I feel like they didn't utilize the fact that he's the fucking Three Eye Raven. I feel like he's going to be the bad guy, and the White Walkers were trying to kill him. To to uh, here we go. To this uh, is what I want to hear. <laughs> Like, like the White Walkers are trying to kill him for a reason. Like, we don't really know the reason. Like, like he said, like to erase the history of man. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be a reason for that. Like, why would they? They just want to do it for no reason. It seems like it could be a vengeful thing. I mean, there is going to be a I prequel think, series. I think the, the fact that the... I, th- I think the fact that Bran can mm-hmm. see the future, because he, 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 he could see the future. Like at least book, book, book lore, and what and whatnot. He can see the future, so why do you want anyone to be able to see the future? A lot of parallels with. He's Doctor going Strange. to be the 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 big bad guy, as it is what I think. He's going to be the bad guy at the end, and I don't think the Ice King is dead. I think the Ice King is Bran. That is a com- That is a popular theory um, that Bran is the Night King. Yeah, and he's something else now. It's what he says. I I mean I I can see it happening. I don't know. I don't know because there's only three episodes left, and there's a yeah, lot of hard. ground they would have to cover. I mean, they're gonna have a to like they're gonna have to deal with this Cersei and uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. The Golden I don't, Company that that whole battle. That's how it's gonna lead honestly, into. It it's gotta matter. be done so quickly. It's gonna be so abrupt, and there's gotta be some. Clearly, Winterfell is going to win because they have dragons. They have at least one dragon left. And they probably like, they have two, probably. I don't really know what happened to the other. They dragon. have like five percent of what their original numbers. But were, one though. dragon can destroy an entire army, like like Jamie's Jamie and Bronze stupid like thing. Yeah, like no, it doesn't work. We already saw that. It doesn't work. Yeah, the giant um, crossbow. The yeah, uh, like um, no, the dragon's gonna just disseminate the, the whole army. Um. Uh, also, Bronn, like they wouldn't have introduced that uh, storyline for him to kill Tyrion. Oh and... my god! He's gonna kill Tyrion. I guarantee you that. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Jamie, because Jamie has to kill Cersei. Yeah, yeah. So Bronn's gonna kill Tyrion. Why would he though? Um, because he has to. Like, he he said. I mean, this might be a spoiler, and if you don't want to hear it, take your headphones off. All right, taking them off. <laughs> no, but, let's hear it. Let's hear it. But uh, the actor that plays Braun said you're not gonna like Braun after this uh, series or season. And like, okay, why wouldn't you like him unless he's gonna kill like Tyrion? Like Tyrion is not gonna survive. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> he, Braun wants his fucking castle. <laughs> he's gonna get it. He's gonna get it. No, he won't because there'll be nothing. The night will be back. I really hope. I really. I. I don't know. I. I find it hard to believe that the Night King is just done. I think it might. It, you. Know, what what is what, what is Game of Thrones known for? Sur- uh, surprising us, right? 
Well, when was the last time you were surprised with Game of Thrones? Uh, this last episode. When uh, no one important died. <laughs> so bad surprise. No, no, no. I don't, I don't think it's a bad surprise. I think it's, well, I mean, it's one of the few it's times a it's a good surprise. surprise. Yeah, but it's not like... I, mean, I feel like they sacrificed a little bit their integrity with that move. Because that's the the show is kind Unless of like they plan on like on, on the, the realistic elements. Right? But what if they kill everyone that we were supposed to kill in the next couple episodes? I wouldn't have a problem with that. I'm expecting everyone to die. I mean, I mean, I want Cersei or I want Cersei to win. I like her. <laughs> she is. Uh, she's a lot of fun. I'm just trying to think of it like, in, bo- like, in book writing terms. Yeah. Like, Jon Snow clearly is going to be the one at the end. Maybe That's not. That's what it seems so. Like, Daenerys is definitely not. Daenerys is going to die. I promise you that. I hope so. I Maybe hope so. She's Arya... always like, always like, oh, like, I'm the queen of dragons and everything's about me and every scene that I'm in. Maybe I'm, um, like, fucking. I don't know. I, I can't see anyone else on the throne besides Jon Snow. Like, anyone else is... Like, maybe Sansa? But, no, she's going to be Lady of Winterfell. I don't think there will be a throne. Her and Tyrion on. will be there. There won't be a throne. But Tyrion will be killed by Bronn. Uh, Jaime will kill Cersei. What do you think of the Arya uh, theory? Fear number three. How? The president grabbed me. Has anyone grabbed you in the past? Past, present, and hopefully future. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren. We're all. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, but um. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Who do you think? Uh, for thrones. I think or Cersei or, might be at the end. Cersei on the throne. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I think that's the wrong I way think to John approach Snow it. Snow is like the obvious choice. Yeah, I mean he's the rightful heir. Um, I mean, there will be a power struggle between him and Danny. Danny for, will be the end bad guy. I think so. I mean, she has to. I think if anyone turns into a bad guy, it's got to be Daenerys. And the thing is, there's only three episodes left. And if you think about it, episode two, which I fucking loved episode two. I, I know we won't get into it, but uh, the end of that, where you now she finds out Jon Snow's heritage, uh, yeah. she like looks like she wants him dead. Yeah. She looks extremely. We haven't even, we haven't got anything because like it was just a battle. This like the biggest, like uh, we haven't even talked about like how amazing in terms of uh, filmic wise this episode was. Uh, cinematography, the anticipation, the build up, direction. Yeah, like they they they. I know they use a lot of uh, things to like make it. So you can't see what's going on, and that yeah, that that, that, that the, was kind of scary. It's it felt like a fucking horror film. They like people complained that they had to squint a lot to see what's going on, but that's fucking part of the narrative. Yeah, that was like to build mystery of what's going on, build anticipation. Yeah, I, I thought I had no problem with that. I had no, no problem. I I fucking loved it when the light came on because you could see more, and you actually when you saw the fire, you knew like they Arya's had a fucking had zombie scene where she's like, like it's it's yeah. like fucking the goddamn uh, 
raptor scene and it's like metal gear solid <laughs> yeah it, it's what it felt like yeah yeah it's just it, like a stealth oh, you, know, you know what like when when aria first met john in the forest in the episode one yeah uh where she's like uh meets up john in the weirwood and john's like oh you snuck up on me <laughs> and then she sneaks up on the I white i don't know how intentional that was but that uh, had to have been intentional there's no yeah. way it wasn't because she sneaks up on the night king <laughs> grabs her by the neck you know what i had i had some beef i had some, i'm not gonna lie i had some beef with her just appearing out of nowhere just flying through the air and like she's got secret tunnels dude yeah <laughs> like uh turning with his whores yeah <laughs> dude but, i don't know i don't know i mean the yeah, night king the night sense. king and uh you know like everyone that's mad about how fast the night king died mm-hmm. like i mean then you should be mad about it from the entire series because uh clearly dragon glass and uh valyrian steel kills them immediately mm-hmm. yeah like why do they have that flaw well yeah i have no problem with it being uh dragon glass i really like it that it was aria because she had she was the one with the dagger there was build up mm. for it. you can actually look for it in previous seasons that this is something that they've been working towards so you can yeah. appreciate that i wish that i i feel like there was a scene cut that kind of set it up a little bit more so it wasn't just aria literally just appearing out of fucking well there nowhere. was I mean, the, the, there was. She kind of ran off on her own. No, no. When she was talking to Melisandre, Melisandre said, "You're gonna shut brown eyes, green eyes, and, and, and a lot of blue eyes." Yeah. And then she walks off into the distance, and that's the last time you see her until she kills the Night King. Like she kills a lot of blue eyes with that. Like, a lot of blue eyes. Like. And yeah. on on that note, um, green eyes. I mean, yeah. There's Walder someone Fre- else. Walder Frey was brown eyes. Night King is blue eyes. What's brands? Oh my god. Is his eyes green? I don't know. Oh shit. Do we have to Google this? Because I was going to say Cersei. I was going to fucking just say No, no, Cersei, Cersei already is dead from, from Jamie. Yeah, yeah. I, if anyone else kills her, I it won't would be make upset. Sense. I, I won't like it. I just won't. Mm-hmm. Are, if it's Arya. Like, is this, like, show about Arya? Or is it about, like, every other fucking character? Like, the it's a, list of This, this whole show is about Jon Snow. It's about an ice and... It's, it's called The Song of Hold Ice on. and Fire. It's about... Nick, you said Bran. I gotta look it, I gotta look him up. I gotta see what fucking color his eyes are. Because <laughs> I think your theory will hold a lot of water. If, if he has, it, if if he he has, has green, green eyes. eyes. <laughs> if he has green eyes. Hold on. I'm looking up Bran Stark. But, yeah, The Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, it's, it's about Jon Snow. It's the whole thing has been about Jon Snow. And, like, you know, you know, I don't know. Like, this is what I think. Like, you can't kill off Gendry. You can't kill off Gendry. He's he's the only person I know that is invincible because he's the only Baratheon left. Bran's got brown eyes. Yeah, you can't kill Bran. Well, he's got white eyes when he rolls them back. So. That's true. <laughs> white is all the colors working How did he got? not take over a dragon there? Because everyone fucking predicted well, it, and the they want to be the th- edgy, and they want to be like unpredictable. The thing is, what was he doing? Like, you saw his. You think he was just flying around with crows that whole time? He, he was had a joyride. To <laughs> he just, Maybe he was controlling the Night King. I, I think he was watching Infinity War. Yeah. <laughs> or no, no, Endgame. He was just watching Endgame. He's like, ah, don't spoil this for me. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is boring. I'm just gonna sit here. Brand. I feel like Brand's got to be the bad guy at the end. I don't know. Um. Uh, oh wait, wait, hold on. We gotta finish her booch. We gotta finish the booch. Cause we're on politics. We gotta play uh, double time here. You wanna talk about anything politics? Who are you voting for? 
the um, primaries? Primaries? Um, well, I know you're not a fan currently, but I, I would still side with Sanders. I know that you don't like him because you think they can focus too much on the socialist anymore. He's my second favorite. It's not like I'm like yeah. totally against him. I just think people need to focus Dude, more can on we, Elizabeth can Warren. Can we agree that Joe Biden is like an awful candidate? Oh, my yeah. God. I'm afraid that I'm going to have to vote for him like I did Hillary four years ago. He will lose, sir. Lose hard. I like Bernie because he actually, like, he really does have a solid chance for, like, uniting both sides. So does Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren it for sure does, too, because she has been, I mean, she's original Republican. And she, like, like. Is she a Republican? Yeah, she used to be a Republican. Really? Mm-hmm. And then, like, she flips sides because she's seeing the corruption in Wall Street and these, uh, like, one percenters, these billionaire types. And that's that, honestly, is the issue that I think everyone can unite on, is that how billionaire class has been screwing over. Here's the booch. Just fill up a little bit more. I can't reach you. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's the thing. That's the topic that everyone should be able to unite on. That we're all getting fucked over by the billionaire class. Yeah, well, we know that. Um, I just think Bernie Sanders. You have people thinking every penny those billionaires made, they earned. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that. But but Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. like she's been. She's so fucking smart. She's she's great. She I really is, love her. Like I seriously is, am in love with her. She's a fucking hard ass. She is right to the point. I I really do admire her. If mm. she does not get the nomination, like I will vote for her in a heartbeat. But if she does not get the nomination, I don't want her to be a VP. I don't want her to have yeah, some no, she won't. some like like some crappy job where she has no impact. She is someone who needs to be on the front lines because she is a fucking doer. She can get things done. She know she understands things. Why are her poll numbers so low? I don't understand that. Like, because she has a vagina. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> honestly, well, a lot of people don't really understand her. She doesn't come off as like. Um, so, She's like, not the name like, recognition of Biden or Sanders, but. Uh, I mean, who's who's third right now? What is it like? Uh, Sanders earned his name recognition by like from the last. Yeah, election. Sanders has had the same like policies over and over like, again. Uh, well, yeah, oh, like the same. I don't know, like hundred something different policies that he has that they're all consistent over the past like uh, four decades. Yeah, that's that's what I like about him. Uh, but, but, but Warren has too. Just just because she's a woman doesn't mean she hasn't had the same. Like no, no, she, she, she all the differences. She's that's... been the billionaire's worst nightmare mm-hmm. uh, ever since she's actually like held this like position. Because, like I said, yeah. originally she was a Republican, and then mm-hmm. she switched over to Democrat. That shows she, a lot. That shows, yeah. shows she shows that she's fucking. She's show, it shows that she is someone who is rational and comes to conclusions based off of evidence and isn't a fucking partisan. Who yeah. who just just goes for whatever team they're currently on, which is the worst thing in politics right now. Right, like, that's like you, most can, you can't you can't thing. think for yourself in politics right now. You have to like the tribalism. Yeah. It's just 
it's just so aggravating. Mitch McConnell. Is uh, like, Mitch McConnell's <laughs> the worst. I don't want to get a fucking brain aneurysm thinking about him, but oh my god, he is. Ah, he is the worst. I think we can all agree that we don't want goddamn Joe Biden. Fuck but Joe. But the thing is, like the, the that Joe Biden probably, if we if we're thinking realistically, might win. Like that's why Hillary won over Bernie uh, in 2016. Like, the media, see, establishment one. Yeah, the media is still against. So we have to too. unite. We have to unite against uh, uh, or, or for somebody. For someone, yeah. And I'm if I'm if going Bernie, hard for Elizabeth Warren. Like I just I just want her. She's she's she has yeah. diverse policies. She doesn't call herself a socialist. And I and I know that might freak some people out that are um, down with the. Uh, Democratic socialism, but yeah. but she's still she's like she has the exact same policies as Bernie, but more comprehensive <laughs> and more like well thought out. Like like what 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 are Bernie's policies for socialism? He calls himself a, so, a democratic socialist, yeah. But uh, Liz Warren says she sees the value in free markets. Well, and I, I agree with her. I think the. We shouldn't focus too much on the, the word socialism. Well, we have to between ourselves. It, it was it was a demonized. That's what it's going to come down to in the primaries. Uh, like we're going to fight against the ourselves. Sixteen election, uh, the build up to that, Bernie kind of wore it as like a badge of honor and kind of um, like it was demonized prior yeah. to that, and he still wore it and he made it through that, even when socialism was considered a much worse term than it is today. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to be that big of an impact. I think why I like Bernie a little bit more than Warren right now okay. is because I can see him uniting both sides. Hey, did you see his town hall? I don't know about that. Oh, absolutely. Dude, did you see right, his so town where, hall where, where, on uh, Fox News? Uh, I, I, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. I heard they were cheering him. Yes. So he has done this a lot of times before where he'll go to a far right town hall and he's able to win over an audience because he's able to find common ground between them. And this is something he does consistently through the Senate. He has reached over to the other aisle and worked with other parties to find common ground. Right, I so don't know too much about Elizabeth Warren's history on that, but um, I have seen that I at do. least... So uh, Elizabeth let's talk, Warren. Let's talk, let's talk about their differences. Okay. So I don't know too much about their differences, so I'm all ears. Okay, so um, uh, we're talking about free college. Let's talk about that. Like we're, they're both in support of that. They have different ways of getting it. Um, uh, what is Bernie's ways for college? So I don't know if he's changed his plan at all, but mm. his plan during the 2016 election was to tax um, uh, speculation in Wall Street. So you like mm-hmm. uh, you like make a bid, you know, like uh, when you short something or you bet against um, like a stock. Yeah. Uh, that's like speculation. He wanted to introduce um, like, what was it? Like a 0.1% tax on it. Mm-hmm. And there's so many of those speculations going on over and over again. It can more than fund a free college tuition, but yeah, I think it's flawed because the reason why there's so much of, of this speculation going on, and is because it's free. There's no charges on it. If all of a sudden, like 
what if you charge like 99 cents for Facebook? A lot of people wouldn't pay for Facebook. A lot of people would, though. Yes. But would there be enough? To, I, I, <laughs> to I, fund I, I think so. Um, like, there, I, there's I, I flaws. would pay a dollar a there's, month for there, Facebook. Well, anyways, that was Bernie's idea in 2016. I don't know if it's updated. I think it's flawed. Um, but at least it was there. He's one of the few po- politicians that actually fleshes out ideas when he brings them about. Right. He's not just like he says a big idea yeah, and that's doesn't why he's my second favorite. Yeah, that's one thing I like about him. But uh, I like Elizabeth Warren's too. If you want to explain that one, uh, Elizabeth Warren uh, wants to tax two percent on the super rich, the the people that are making over fifty million dollars a year. Just a two percent tax. Those poor billionaires. Oh God. Those um, uh, but like she wants to do student debt forgiveness. Yes. Um, which I'm, I'm all for it. I have government loans. You know, I I have I have no loans, and I'm still fucking for it mm-hmm. because like, and you know, you don't. There is no way that plan doesn't stimulate the economy. Yeah. Like, 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 like you can argue whether it's fair or not. That's fine. Like you can argue that, like, and and, and I'll listen to it. Um, I don't really give a shit, but I'll listen to it. But if you want to keep it going, then <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah, I'll take some. Jordan, How's this booch treating you? This booch is treating me too good. <laughs> I can barely even fucking pour this shit. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I made an extra strong for you. <laughs> what are we talking about? We're talking about Elizabeth oh, Warren. College. Why don't you like Elizabeth Warren? Why won't you oh, be on her bandwagon? She's not number one. Just like how Bernie's not your number one. I'm a little... I'm, I, Bernie's number one for me. Elizabeth Warren's number two for me. Okay, I feel the same way. Elizabeth uh, Warren's number one for me. Bernie's number two for me. Yeah, but the thing is... I don't want to have strong opinions until we start really getting into the meat of things. The, yeah. the 2020 Iowa primary is a long ways away. So, I mean, I'm not going to, like, jump on any bandwagon or boat at, at this moment. But but how do we uh, separate? Like, I, let, let, let's say, like, Biden's winning everything. Then there's, like, the uh, oh, Bernie can, and Warren campaign. against Biden. How do we unite? Like, because I, 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 don't, I don't want Bernie... I want I want Warren, and I know you don't want Warren. You want Bernie. Well, I I want to be clear. I will vote for Warren if yeah. she starts producing some strong numbers. I want to put my money on someone who I believe will win. Bernie would have won the 2016 election if it was him and Trump. Yeah, I agree. So why wouldn't he win in a 2020 election? Uh, with more time but, 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 for to get a name recognition, people understand his policies. I mean, they definitely haven't changed. <laughs> so you, what consistent? All, all I ask you is like, do you like Bernie's policies more than Warren's? Because I think Warren's I is don't more think, comprehensive. I, I don't think there's really much of a difference between them. I like right. how Warren is actually more by the numbers. I feel like she has a better understanding of economic policies, mm. and I would be more for her. If she would not like if Bernie, but you were, think Bernie has the name recognition? He does have the name recognition, and, and their policies and are has pretty a, similar. They're they're near identical, right? So it, it's honestly a coin toss, and it's a win win either way. If Warren or Bernie both got 
Like, either one of them, if they were on the ballot against Trump, I think both of them could win. Warren would be, I feel like, a little bit more of a nail-biter, though. I think Biden would fucking lose. Like, uh, I don't. I, Biden's the only one I don't want. He is like who? Who's um? Who else is on there? I think Beto would ben, be able Beto to Rourke. beat. He would beat Trump. He lost to Ted Cruz, but he could beat Trump. Yeah, I agree. Like he he could pull Texas. He's yeah. a great speaker. I like Beto a lot. He likes to stand on stages. Get the fuck in your place, Beto. You don't belong in the fucking presidential yeah. no, election. Like, like, this is literally win between, a Senate race. Damn it! It should be between. Um, I mean, I, I guess Kamala Harris is in there too. Fuck her and Kristen Gillibrand. I, I hate Kamala Harris more than anyone. Some people like uh, like uh, Tulsi Gabbard too, but I really hate her. I don't hate Tulsi Gabbard. I like her as a person a lot, and that's um, that really is an important factor for any politician. I think is being a good person. But she like like was her record on gay stuff is like disturbing. she was a Republican during that time. She, yeah, she was like a hardcore Republican, and then off of reasoning and logic, she has switched sides. It should be between Bernie and fucking Elizabeth. It should. Like, I don't know why Warren's numbers are like. I don't. They're like third and fourth. She's like tired. They're they're worse than that. Like, they're like they're like worse than Buttigieg right now. Is that the gay guy? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Not to sound um like homophobic. That's (laughs) just how I know him. I he's got a hard to pronounce name. Okay. (laughs) Like he's going to lose because of that. Not because he's gay. (laughs) There's a guy from uh, fucking Seattle. Uh, what's his name? Uh, who cares? It's, it's Warren. It's Bernie. It's, um, uh, Beto. It's Biden. I can't wait for the debates. Oh, wait, what do you think about Andrew Yang? Yang, uh, I actually like him. I gave money to him. Did you? Why? Because I want to see him in the fucking debates, dude. It'd be fun. I gave him a dollar. It'd be fun to see him in the debates. Actually, I gave him, <laughs> I gave him three fifty. But I just real, I I don't know. I he's gonna like before I liked Warren, but like now I really like Warren. Like I I think she's 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 got it. Like I don't know. I I love her right now. Like right. I'm real I'm, shit. Would you fuck Elizabeth Warren? Um. Uh, well, that's offensive, but yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, would I fuck Bernie Sanders? Yes. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I apologize for this. <laughs> yes to both. You know, yes to both. But uh, okay. I fucked Donald no, no. Trump. See, Fuck we're yes. looking at this. I would, I would fucking rape Donald Trump. Oh god, I right. shouldn't say so, this. <laughs> we're looking at the scale wrong. Which is the most fuckable on the list? Um, well, Tulsi's up there. Uh, Beto's at number one. <laughs> right, Beto's number one. Beto, we're trying to have sex with you, baby. <laughs> All right, so Beto. Beto's number one. That's a given. Um, it's, I guess, seconds Tulsi. By default, because she's, you know, above average for a politician. <laughs> then I, I would say t- Warren and Bernie. Again, I'm I'm a toss up between. They're you both can't okay. Bernie, he might die. A <laughs> <laughs> real talk though. Bernie's age is the biggest argument against him. I, as a strong Bernie supporter, am very 
concerned that someone who would be elected by the time that they're running for their second term would be 82. Yo, that's why I need you. I need you to get on this Warren campaign. <laughs> All like right, anyone who Elizabeth is on the Warren fence, has the exact same policies as Bernie Sanders, except for she's calls calls herself a um, uh, free market capitalist. And and you know and you know, you that might sound like like a dirty word, but like that's gonna get elected. Ooh, dirty word, huh? Elizabeth Warren just jumped up on my scale, at least right behind Beto. <laughs> uh, well, you know, Beto, you know, I'm okay with Beto. I'm okay with Bernie. I'm okay with anyone. Wait, are we still talking about fuckability or what? No, oh, no, I'm talking about policy bus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you want to fuck them or <laughs> what, what are the, what, Why the fuck are we even talking about politics then? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ralph Nader, uh, where is he ranked for you? How do you feel about <laughs> Thanos? <laughs> Ooh, Thanos. Yeah, but you know, you know, it's basically Trump. Get a, get rid of half the world's population. <laughs> oh my God! All right, Thanos for president. <laughs> we already have him. <laughs> uh, but seriously, Elizabeth Warren has like, for me, like similar policies to Bernie, uh-huh. and. But just more comprehensive, um, <laughs> like plans. Like she's she's got this shit rolling. Yeah, I feel like she's a very competent woman. She, but she's not talked about enough. Why isn't she talked about enough? What is that? It, it's very early in the cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were following the 2016 election back in 2015, um, like constantly, like uh, Dylan is actually the person who got me on board for Bernie. Yeah, he he is like OG Bernie. Yeah, like, no, he 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 made his own fucking. He made his own fucking bumper stickers and like he told me about him. I looked up a couple videos. I looked up a couple more. I'm like, holy shit, this guy is actually saying what he means. And so I got on the board uh, for him, and I was looking at poll numbers almost every fucking day for months and months. Yeah, and you see him slowly creep up from 02 percent to one percent. To two percent, and his numbers slowly started to rise. And like by the time the Iowa primaries came around, he was actually a somewhat reputable force. He actually tied Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Um, statistically tied her, but he yeah. lost to a coin toss. Like literally a coin toss, he lost Iowa to her. And right. Like, but like you'll dude, see it, you'll see it build up. Dude, I mean, right now the, it's not the, the most important thing. This will happen again. There's a lot going on. I Bernie, mean, there's a Mueller like, report Bi- going on. Biden is Hillary. Biden is worse than Hillary. Yeah, he's worse than Hillary. Like Hillary was. So why don't we uh, just why don't we just support um, Warren because she has actually the best ideas out of anybody, and she doesn't call herself a socialist. And you know that is bad to call. Her call yourself a socialist Mm -hmm. but it can be argued better against uh trump like he can say like the united states will never be a socialist country as long as long as warren doesn't isolate the the um the republican demographic or like i like you know keep them i don't think she will i don't think she will either but if they start interpreting her as that i am worried the only worry i have about warren is that she may not win against trump I know Bernie for uh, a we fact. We can win against him. We, we thought we could win with Hillary against him. Did we? I don't know. I don't know. No one, no one bought into Hillary. No one bought into her. 
She was. Do you know anyone that bought into her? I I mean, I bought into her, but like, no one. Like, there was the people who were like, um, we're gonna make her story, and like Hillary Clinton, yay, first female. Would you buy into Warren? Would you like I, tell I'm your friends about into, her? I'm already bought into Warren. I tell everyone, like everyone that is trying to like look into politics, the two people I tell them about are Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. I've been a yes. big fan of Elizabeth Warren well before she announced her campaign for president. Dude, but she's been, she's been the one putting out shit. Like, and her shit she's putting out is like great. Like, I don't have any flaws with anything she's putting out. And you know, maybe I don't have flaws with Bernie's plans, but like. I don't know. I believe in Elizabeth Warren way more than Bernie for some reason. <laughs> I think she would be a great candidate. I She'd really, be a great I, president. Wouldn't I, she? Don't you think, do you think I she'd think be a she, great president? I think she would. I honestly think she would. Um, the thing that scares me, dude, You, I fucking blame you for this. <laughs> All, right? All right? All right? Um, <laughs> Uh, it could happen here. That fucking podcast. Yeah, dude, that that scares me too. <laughs> Man, like you mentioned it on the, the split six one time. I'm like, all right, I'm looking for new podcasts all the time. So well, let me give it that listen. I even listened to it on the way driving here, <laughs> and I'm just like filled with dread. <laughs> yeah, existential dude, it could dread. happen here. And, Oh man, I don't know if like I w- want Bernie or her as president during that time. <laughs> I want someone who would be like a military strategist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's then, a Bi- that's a Biden president. No, presidency. That, that's a Tulsi Gabbard. She's got military experience. Ah, uh, fuck Tulsi Gabbard. She's on Joe Rogan. Oh, th- that's another thing. It could happen here. Great podcast, but the dude is so biased against. Like he seems. Like, very reasonable until the last episode last week. I'm going off on a tangent here, but uh, he was against Joe Rogan because yeah. he had Alex Jones on his podcast. Understandably hating Dude, Alex, Alex Jones. Dude, Alex Jones on Joe Rogan's podcast pisses me off so goddamn much. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't, I, didn't, so I didn't listen to the episode you're talking about, Yeah, but Alex Jones fucking is... I don't know. I don't understand how Joe Rogan can like live with himself putting that motherfucker on there. You have you listened to that li- platform li- argument so much? Have you listened to the uh, fucking uh, This American Life about Alex Jones? Um, no, I haven't. I haven't listened to This American Life in a while. God, listen to that goddamn episode because they 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 literally interview people from Alex Jones's hometown and uh, they're like talking shit about him. But then all of a sudden, when they say like. Alex Jones is like friends with the president, and they're like, "Oh, really?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, he's like uh, campaigning for, you know, like uh, stronger borders and whatnot." And they're like, "Oh, well, maybe, maybe, maybe I was wrong, you know." Like, y- you have to listen to it. How how long ago did that episode come out? Uh, probably about four weeks ago. Oh, so ago. recent. Okay. I'll look. I'll look for it for sure. Like, look for it, dude. Like it's. I'll listen to it at the gym tomorrow. Ah, uh, like uh, man, but. it's 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 so, so much different. Like, cause you listen, you listen to the whole thing without with uh, Joe Rogan, right? Uh, yeah, that was like a four and a half hour podcast, but yeah, um, that was. Listen was, to the This American Life. I, I yeah, I, I have no problem with podcast time. Honestly, I run out of podcasts to listen to i listen to every single fucking split six god's sake <laughs> every single one of them i'm the number one fan rivaled by mitchell but uh, 
Well, we'll see about that. I may listen to this one even. I usually don't <laughs> listen to my own because <laughs> I think it's kind of awkward. Oh. 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 Gosh, I, for, I forgot. There's a time limit on this. I forgot that we were actually talking about podcasts. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Splicing Podcast. Podcast of your Splicing Podcast. Blah, 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 one time. Ah, <laughs> uh, just kidding. Thank you for listening to the Anyways, Jordan, where can we find you and follow you? The-